applause makes the salute. What's up, everybody? Back at you. We call it soccer. That's Michael. I'm Walker. How you doing today? Championship Sunday. Fantabulous. Um, it was a great Sunday. It really was. It was. It, like it was. It was awesome. Down to the down to the last ten minute. City left it late. There was action at the bottom of the table. Our Americans got it. A former MLS player and an Amer- and a former MLS coach stayed up in the Premier League. How, how you like that, haters? Yeah. How you like that? How do you like that? It's called soccer for a reason. I guess that's where we should start since that's where we started. I mean, um, Burnley didn't do themselves any favors. They went down early. I mean, but that's what happens when Trips is back in the Newcastle squad. I'm, you know, excited for the Geordies next season. But the Burnley did not get it done. The football gods shine true today. And Michael Jackson and his and his group of clowns failed. I feel bad for um for what's uh, I'm, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Irish center back. Oh, Nathan gave up the pass. He punched the ball. He literally like yeah yeah it was stupid that's why I feel bad because I like him and it was so like dumb if it, if his arm was out and it hit it complete like feel bad like ah that sucks he literally watched the ball and then thought he was a goalie for a second and tried to punch it clear yeah for those who haven't seen that definitely go watch that um, it was weird what do you think was going through his head like what what spurred that decision um, a panic mode. Definite, like, like, oh shit, I got beat. Ah, and then, like, that, that's because I feel like that's something I would do if I fucked up. Like, you don't let the ball get by, especially when, you, like, a draw and lead, like, leads them through what they did. A draw gets you up. Anything to stop a goal and be panicked. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was tough. Maybe, maybe it was some divine intervention just took over his body. The ghost of Sean Dyke just possessed him for a split second. Yeah. Said no dice, but even if, even if they did draw, which they could have late, late, there was a corner chance and oof, they, they really could have drew it up, but Leeds, Jack Harrison, just what a match from Jesse Marsh's men. They came ready, just absolutely deserved outplayed them, outworked them. They stay up. They stay up. And it, it's a good day to be American, you know? Great day. Great day. You want a job done? You call someone who can get it done. Mm-hmm. Good old man born in the U.S. of A. Um, and with the news of him st- or lead staying up, it looks like Brendan Aronson is damn near done. Going yep, to yep. So an American saves you, like you said, an MLS player saves you, MLS coach. Yeah, get an MLS product and go, uh, mm-hmm. go win the league. Yeah, see, this is it's giving me like career mode vibes. Like, what if yeah. Jesse just does what we do and he builds up the, the USMNT at club level? And then <laughs> then we can just give him the, the domestic job. And it really, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I hope they give him more help than just Brendan Aronson. I love Brendan Aronson, as you know, hard worker, perfect, you know, perfect player for how they want to play. Mm-hmm. But they're going to need more than that. I think they realized that they didn't do enough last summer, or I hope they did. And that they uh, adjust accordingly because they got plenty of funds. Big club stayed up in the Premier League again. Spend some damn money, and you know Rafinha's at the door, right? He's yeah, got to be. Yeah. He he needs to be playing Champions League football at the end of the yeah, day. And staying up, save took twenty five million release clause for Rafinha, not seventy five. So they just right there banked an extra fifty, and then guy. Phillips. Now that they're staying up, either City or United, I think he's going to buy them. That's another fifty million right there. So. To break even, 
just on two of those signings, Leeds would have 150 million to spend, 125 million. And you with Leeds, you know, they spend uh, wisely. So as long as they trust themselves, trust trust the process, as uh, you're familiar with, then you know they should be all right. So the, I saw a clip, and I don't know what show it was from. It might be from Bridgerton because Joel t- tweeted about it. He, he just <laughs> tweeted Bridgerton and then hate. And it, it was talking about trust the process. And they summed it up so perfectly. They summed up so perfectly, you know, sacrificing the short-term goals, knowing that, you know, you're building towards something bigger in the long term. And, you know, the, the, the people talking at the bar were using that as like, an analogy for life and like, you know, everything's going to be okay. You keep moving forward. And then the bartender comes up and like they ask and he's like, cause they don't know the name of the team. He's like, Oh, that's the Philadelphia 76ers. And the ladies are like, well, what happened with the process? And then he's like, what well, they lose every year. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> so like, let's not trust the process basically. <laughs> More of the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, a second round exit, I guess. In, All right. You know, you know what? Fuck, dude, fuck that. Leeds, Leeds stayed up. I don't need none of this. Let's let's go. GGLU. Um, I guess I guess let's just migrate up the table to the next relevant event. Um, both North London clubs brought it, so the race for top four was kind of boring. Food poisoning is a joke. Was it fake news? I don't. I, how do you put five pack? Like I know it's Norwich, but like, was it fake news? Yeah, I, it. Had- who who important was was out you know what i mean Not that's what i'm romero. saying romero regular maybe Sessignon had a great game so it's probably, yeah, probably I, a good thing yeah it had to be fake news or maybe they just got over it super quickly and it, like they broke on what wednesday or thursday yeah i think maybe it actually happened like tuesday and they were fine by like thursday I don't know. Maybe, maybe Harry just had a tummy ache and they blew it all out of proportion. Yeah. Maybe maybe like Conte, it's one of those media. I don't know. Mind games. Mind games. I am Jose Mourinho. Yeah. So um, you so Conte is probably staying right unless unless like something diabolical happens in the summer transfers, like lack thereof. Meaning. Yeah. I'm I'm happy you brought that up because Spurs are already spending eighty million to make Romero. And uh, Kulisevsky permanent. Do you really think, like, yeah, they're good, but they were ready on the team this year. So they're not really additions. And that's already 80 million spent. Will Daniel Levy spend more money than that for Conte? I don't think so. And I think Conte is going to demand more than that. I mean, yeah, they need more than that if they want to push for top four again and, and, you know, do something in the Champions League. You know, we've, we've been on this. We got to address those wing backs. I think, uh, I think a center back in for Ben Davies would do him good as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, you, they need some help. Do you think they have like a net spend in mind, Tottenham? If you were, if you were Dan Levy, or like if you had, if I'm Dan Levy, I'm, I'm raiding Inter Milan. I'm bringing as many of them as I can over, and we're just going to try and do the same thing. Starting with Denzel Dumfries. Um, Dude, honestly, Perisic can still run around. Fuck it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> so how much do you think they're going to spend, like, net this year or this summer? 
if you had to make a I mean, guess, like a realistic guess for Spurs, because he's going to want a few players. They're going to have to be quality. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, like upward. I think more than fifty, but less than a hundred for sure. Maybe like around seventy. Like, that would be good. That'd be like good. Except, and they're already spending eighty before any sales. Yeah, I mean, you got they that Champions League money, win, and they and he may quit because of that. And he's not afraid to quit a week before the season starts. He's not. Well, I guess, you know, this is a storyline to watch as the summer progresses. I'm, I'm excited for to see what they do, though. Um, Arsenal fans completely folded towards the end of the season, acting like fifth is acceptable, well, well, their as did their team. In years, best yeah. season under Arteta. Love how this narrative flipped. I, I'm not, not, not to say that I wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid and pushing said narrative, but I'm not wearing red, so... I'm allowed to do this. Yeah, it was. It's tough, man. They it was awesome. really fucked up. They really fucked up at the end of the season, and yeah, they, they you know, they finished it strong. Everybody was happy in the Emirates. Good for you guys, Europa League. Yeah, it's two weeks ago. They were like literally two weeks ago. Arsenal fans were chatting shit about being in third place. Yeah, that United and, dub really and now got you to their United heads. Are in the same competition next year. Hey, who knows? Maybe they see each other. I'd that'd be juicy. No, it would not. Yeah. That would be so yeah. shambolic. That would exactly. Be so That's why. That's why it'd be juicy. Back no composure. Football. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, really, really, it should have been you guys on on Thursday, Friday nights, and West Ham. You know, playing in the Europa League. Oh wait, they do it on the same day. That's how tin pot it is. Um, yeah, West Ham really messed up. They couldn't go to Brighton get a dub. They scored first, had the lead, and I'm not gonna lie, Brighton played great. They just broke them down, scored some nice goals. Moise Salcedo had a great game, and um, them losing combined with United losing, bunch of losers. Europa League, Conference League, respectively. Yeah. That- I think the outcome between those two teams sums up their seasons perfectly. United look like shit for 90 minutes. They look like shit for an entire season. West Ham started off really well in the game and then slowly began to fade as it became too much. And then they slowly began to fade in the game and they both finished with, you know, like the consolation prize. Wow. That's really a perfect analogy. Really is, really is. I mean, that you know, got d- deserved, man. Deserved for both of them, I guess. After that, yeah. But, and, uh, and quick, quick shout out. Like we talked mm-hmm. about a moment, Brighton. Shout out to them. Four points off of Europe was a win and a draw away for making me look like a genius. But, yeah, uh, if they didn't have that patch of like eight games where they didn't score a goal, <laughs> they probably could have been in Europe. <laughs> Oh, God damn it, Wampe. God damn I hate him so much. Buy a striker. Please. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please buy a striker. And you know what would be a nice shout? Like, super nice shout. I'm going to sound super dope for this. Belote. Yeah, Take him away from Torino. Would he? I don't know, man. He's considering no, staying there. He's Because he's not like... Is he Champions League? I don't. I don't think Champions League clubs are looking at him. Maybe some of the bigger clubs and not not Juve. I could see not, him at Arsenal. Yeah, but oh, uh, wait, you said no. big Champions League club. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. 
Who knows? That Brighton need to buy somebody though. That's basically. Sam the, what team you watch? Uh, I think it's Sasso also. They have that tall. Yeah, Berardi. Oh, the tall. Oh, I don't know. Samoka Samaduk. I don't know his name, but I don't know. They got smoked today. Absolutely <laughs> fucking smoked. <laughs> they thought they were gonna do a little villa action. Um, Scott Skamaka, Gianluca Skamaka. Yeah, he's nasty, and he'll be pretty. I would let it won't happen because it won't. But I'd like to see that happen. He would be really nice in Brighton. Very just player. It's a striker, you know. Be nice. Um, maybe Vout Veghorst now that he's relegated. Maxwell Cornet, I know he's not actually a striker, but I don't know. They need to do something. Yeah. Night, yeah they did have a nice season, though. Josh um, started. No defenses. <laughs> God damn. Americans just got relegated today, too. It's a shame. Oh, yeah. It's not like he played a big part in it, you know? So. Yeah, it's not like, you know, we knew it was coming. Same with Gianluca Busio. He went, oh, down. he went down, and Georgie Bella went down as well. I, you know, so oh, that's sad. And Tanner Tessman too. Wow, you really hate to see it. Yeah, moment of silence for our boys. All right, that was good. Um, but the creme de la creme today, the title race. It's like this. Besides Liverpool taking the lead in their game before City started their comeback, that would be – or while City was still losing, that would have been slightly more dramatic. But this is, this is basically as good as it gets, you know. Liverpool went down early. Trent caught out like an absolute mug. Just <laughs> absolutely – it was from a goal kick, bro. Do you know how ridiculous yeah. that is? How do, you, how do you concede from a goal kick? And, and your t- t- title challengers. It's crazy. But um, beautiful flick from Tiago. Sadio Mane scores 1-1 going into the half. Meanwhile, in the other title race game, there was not as much drama. I know. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah. Cat, I thought he scored in the second half. Cash scored in the first half. Similar. Fullbacks that don't like to defend getting beat. Cancelo had position. He just did. He just, he just, he was just there. And then Cash is darts across him, Ronaldo style, puts it in. It was, it was beautiful. And then next thing you know, second half, Phil Coutinho, former red, puts him up 2 0. It looks absolutely cooked for Man City. But meanwhile, Liverpool still tied, but then the worst happened. Somehow, some way, Man City notorious for folding in big matches. And this is basically like a knockout competition at that point. Like, you know, you got to win to get in. They just found something. They just found another level. Beautiful header started off and then Gundo brace. Just absolutely unreal. I, I thought they were going to choke it away. And then, you know, by the time that happened, Liverpool started scoring their goals. The, the fans told them, you know, hey, looking shocked and it was tough it was tough to see but is this is this one of the the most impressive like i guess like comeback turnarounds for to to win the title that you remember yeah yeah um it's up there with you know one of the best finishes i think in premier league history you know next to aguero 
Um, and honestly, the conspiracy surrounding that Aguero moment, this might top it because, you know, this was just a clean, you know, no, no one could. City came back, City dominated five minutes. They turned into City again and held on while Liverpool turned into Liverpool for, you know, 10 minutes and made it real close. But, uh, yeah, definitely one of the most exciting title races, how it literally came down to the last 10 minutes of the season. And uh, you probably could have predicted, like predicted, use my air quotes, but at that at the beginning of the year with how good these teams were. But the fact it actually happened is – It'll be a title race that's talked about for a while, you know, and it'll be a tough one to be topped. Yeah, for sure. Especially like just because City was, they were so far away and then had a little skid. Liverpool came roaring back and then almost like the opposite happened in this game, you know? City, they're behind and boom, next thing you know. That's just so unreal. So uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. Why, why do you think City? are missing this clutch instinct. And I, I know it's Aston Villa and, you know, not trying to dis, but no, I am trying to disrespect Leon. I, I'm trying to disrespect Leon. That's the one. That's the one that really stands out for me. Like, where was that? Where is that? Like, where is this kind of just want to just, to just win in, in the champions league? It's uh, like, I told you, it's probably all mental. I mean, because all these players have all the tools in the world. They're coached by one of the best to do it, you know, that sort of thing. So it's not down to the technicals or the athletic side of the game. But, you know, there's something about playing at home on a Sunday afternoon. You know, you've done it 38 times before this season. Um, You know, it's more comfortable, whereas we'll take, you know, this year. You are on the road in Madrid on a Wednesday night at 10 p.m. in the 90th minute heading into extra time. And, like, that mental aspect of it, the stage is just too big for some of these guys. Maybe they don't show it. Maybe, you know, maybe it's too big for Pep, too. You know, like, no, he, he deserves blame. The players do as well. Just kind of not um, – I don't know how to – I guess the best way to put it is they've done it before in the Premier League. They're no strangers to winning it. You know, they're no strangers to tough comeback. There's no strangers to having Liverpool breathing down their neck. But – when it comes Wednesday nights, you know, away out of the country, that's something that a lot of these players probably kind of shy away from and don't like that big moment, you know? Yeah, no, that's definitely valid. There's just something different about the Champions League. You know, it's just yeah. – it's, it's that little crown jewel that, you know, everybody in, in Europe is going after, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the the league race is, is bigger domestically, but – you know, it's, it just has a different kind of feeling. So, yeah. And it's, it goes like the old joke, you know, but can you do it on a rainy night in Stoke? Like, can you do it when the lights are the brightest on a Wednesday night in Madrid or in Barcelona or in Paris? It's, it, it's a mental, I definitely think it's mental. Like, that's, that's why, why they bought Harlan. That's the why they bought Harlan. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he's mentality monster, man. He's, you know, I think I think most people who watch ball agree like Messi is the more like technically gifted, better player. But like you can't deny that Ronaldo is just a winner. Yeah, he comes up big when the moments the, the the biggest. Yeah, and like all the people that thrive in the Champions League, they they all have the clutch sheet. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's Ronaldo, 
Ramos. Um, like even people that don't have that deep kind of success, like Rashford thrives in the Champions League. Um, it's just, it's, it's something that like, you know, the gears don't turn all the way for those city players, whereas they kind of need someone whose gears are going to keep turning. Just one player. Is it Holland? I think so. <laughs> we'll see. I think so. We'll see. But I agree with Joel Embiid. I think, I think Man City are going to run away with the title race next year with, with Holland. And they're also going to win the Champions League. It might be the best team of all time, just simply because of the De Bruyne to Holland link up. Like on those, it's going to yeah, give them the such a different dynamic. Injured, that'll be great. What's up? For the two months that they're not injured, that'll be great. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Barring injury, of course, especially with with they are they are rather fragile. But I think Holland will play less games for City. We'll keep them keep them nice, caged up, break glass in case of Champions League semi kind of thing. Um, but yeah, tough on Liverpool. They really pushed them all the way to the end. What a season for them. Um, just, just, you know, a few, few mishaps here and there, and that'll cost you the league. Um, uh, I kind of feel bad for him. I, I really do. I really do. At first, but second, when city went down two goals, I was like, most Salah is going to come on. He's going to win Liverpool, the Premier League. Like, that's going to be so, like, that's just going to be such an awesome moment. Like, I don't know. I was drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. For the guy who scored how many goals in the Premier League in 2022, let his team down on the second half run. Masala's a fraud. Uh, the only thing I wish I could have changed was to make it more heartbreaking for Liverpool. Like, their game ends, they're winning, and then City scores the winner, like, two minutes exactly. added time. Yeah. Like, Dodgy penalty. Oh, ooh, ooh, a handball that gets, that gets saved, but they retake it and then ooh. it goes. In. Oh my god, you're diabolical. That's terrible. Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, they got another game though. Who, who you think's gonna? Who you think's gonna lift that bad boy? Judging by how. Like we look when we spoke about the Liverpool game, Trent got lost against what Pedro Neto, Pedro Neto, uh, and Huang Hui Chan when he yeah, came on. My he's nasty, he's he's, he's good. No, he's good. He's, good, he's play. Champions good, play. Level. good play, good play. Yo, watch out for North Korea at the World Cup, man. They they are techie, techie, best team in Asia, hands down. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe South Korea at the World Cup. Ah, uh, that's a that's a subtle that's a slight difference, but you know, yeah. But uh, South Korea, yeah, he's Oops. he's nasty. Um, but neither of them are Vinny level. No, so he's gonna he's have gonna a long cook him burnt him. toast. And Benzema's good enough to deal with Van Dyke and then Rodrigo on the other side with Modric playing. And I think it's Madrid's game to lose, and Liverpool are gonna be disappointed. And I. Don't think that they'll be they'll recover because they're all you know a lot of them are mentality monsters, but it was heartbreaking for them. So I don't know if they'll be a hundred percent. And Real Madrid, are Real Madrid, they they are the mentality monsters. So I'm gonna be angry that that Mbappe didn't sign with them. Win it, yeah. Oh, all the all the sun tweets after they oh. Instagram post. Be awesome. Benzema's mad that we're see. Maybe this is this was maybe like this signing was the moment that's going to derail France's World Cup. 
Yeah, it is a it is a drama year. <laughs> yeah, they have this internal drama because Mbappe was supposed to link up with him, and then Benz and they're the they're gonna. They're, I mean, obviously, if they're gonna win the World Cup, they're gonna need to link up well and do their thing. Yeah, but can Ben? I don't. I don't get how they can like actually be mad. Who? No one who's sane. No, I don't know how anybody can be mad. Million after yeah. heroes. You know what I yeah. Mean? I get how you can be like, I guess a little mad if you're a Real Madrid fan, but like, let's think about it. like six, like you said, six hundred mil over three years after tax, dude. That that's so, like he's the he's the highest paid athlete in the world, like times four, and it's not even close. Like, like it's it, insane. Uh, oh, and let's not think he's also basically PSG's de facto sporting director. Yeah, basically. So, it, he would have been an idiot to go to Madrid. Like, no offense. Like, I know it's his dream and all that. You would have been an absolute idiot to turn down what PSG would give him. The like the country of Qatar begs it. I agree. Like, come on, come on. I agree. Come on. All right. But enough, enough, enough non Premier League talk. We got some. We got some awards to pick. We got Player of the Season, Most Improved, um, Most Underappreciated, Manager of the Season. And flop of the season because we are the biggest haters on the internet. But all that after a word from our sponsors. This episode of the We Call It Soccer Show is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzers, one of the greatest, bestest, amazingest tasting hard seltzers on the market. They stand out with not only their flavor and quality assurance, but they stand out with their ability to provide key nutrients and vitamins to you in your daily diet. They provide antioxidant vitamin C from the Acelera Superfruit and almost all of their flavors. Go check them out if you're over the age of 21 in America. And if you can find them over in the UK, go check them out if you're over 18. I cannot stress enough. This is my favorite drink after a long day of work and watching a game on Saturday with my friends and family. Busy hard seltzers. Great taste. Great quality. Great buy. All right. We are back after those lovely words from our lovely sponsors. Now we're going to get into picking some some arbitrary awards decided by yours truly because that's what matters the most. What do you want to start? You want to start with player of the season, most improved. Yeah, let's, Un- let's start with let's start with the uh, the MVP. Let's, MVP. let's Americanize it. Yeah, yeah, MVP. yeah. MVP. I like that. I like that. Um, Premier League MVP. Ah. it's tough. It's tough for me because because you. Although I'm not going to like go as far and say it's all his fault. Salah tailing off at the end of the season is was a thing. It was a thing. And I think Son getting the golden boot with how little he has around him. Just the absolute dregs that he is forced to play with in Tottenham. And just the joke of a club that it is for him to equal him on goals is just super, super impressive. And honestly, yeah, no, I gotta go with Son, my the MVP of the Premier League for for their for their comeback to make Champions League and for being co Golden Boot winner while on an absolute tin pot joke of an organization club is Hyungming Son. I 100% agree. He uh, is going to be my pick as well. Without him, Tottenham, you know, aren't anywhere near top four. 
um, and we'd have to deal with Arsenal fans talking. So just for that reason alone, you know, he's my pick. But uh, he he stepped up and he was good before. You know, um, I don't I still hate him, but he stepped up another level with Conte. Kind of that same transformation we saw with Kane from Poch to Mourinho. We kind of saw that with uh, Son when he got with Conte, and him and uh, Kulisewski down the flanks is that that's one of the best, um, you know, winger tandem duos, whatever you want to call it in the premier league. And he's the spearhead of that. So um, I definitely think he's super valuable to Spurs and what they do. So 23 goals in a season joint golden boot does not lie. No, not, not at all. And yeah, I, I think, I don't think it's a no brainer. Obviously the other pick would be Mo Salah, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a hater. I don't know. He's he just did he just did so much more with so much less. And they say top four is like a trophy. So they may, they finished, you know. Yeah, Spurs, you know, he won Spurs a trophy. Congrats. Um all right. What about what about your most improved player on the season? Who took who took the biggest jump for you? Most improved. Huh. I'm trying to think if I had to pick someone, you do. I would probably go with Mason Mount. Um, last year, we like people were debating whether or not you know he's good enough for Chelsea, whether or not he has the ability to play in like a certain spot if he's like drawn to one position, whatever it may be. But this year he proved himself as, you know, almost indispensable to Tuchel and uh, just kind of came into his own. Um, you know, I think he had 10 assists in the Premier League this year um, to go along with 11, 12 goals, something like that. So double-double for him and still very young and driving force. Um, yeah, I just think he earned it. He's definitely played better from last year to this season. People say like, oh, he scored against Norwich, scored against – Wofford, whatever it may be. Yeah, but then there are other people who aren't scoring against those guys either. So, um, you know, he took his chance as well. Obviously, he still has a lot of growing to do, but uh, I'd have to give it to him because his play has definitely stepped up uh, 100% another, another level from last year. And, you know, hopefully that trend continues for Chelsea. It's a decent shout. It's a decent shout. Um, he, he was really good last year, though. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I'm going to go a guy who was a little worse – Last year, maybe maybe still a little worse now. I don't know. It's it's debatable, but I think the most improved player of the Premier League for this season was Gerard Bowen. Went from eight goals and five assists, twelve goals and ten assists. Gets his England call up. I mean, people are talking about him already making a move to a to a bigger club than West Ham because his release clause is rumored to be only twenty million quid. So uh, they got to address that sooner rather than later. Just had an amazing, amazing season. Came up a bit short today, you know, but so did so did the team as a whole. But uh, he just, you know, jumped to another level. People were debating how good of a sign and he was last year. Now it's just no-brainer. Dude, just amazing season. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. I, I definitely like that one a lot. Um, yeah, he everything that's coming its way is deserved. Um and like you said, West Ham gotta 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 butter his biscuit if they don't want him to leave. 
uh, butter his biscuit. Yes. Yeah, they do. They do have to butter that biscuit. They have to re-butter it. Extra butter. Throw some more butter on it. <laughs> um, Maybe some honey. Ooh, honey butter. Nice. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. Do you want to do under underappreciated next? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. I have uh, a lot in mind. I have a lot in mind. I, I think we're thinking of the same guy. We're not. <laughs> we're definitely I not. We I think we're we def- We're because uh, you kind of put me onto a little bit. Um, Joe Wellington. Oh no, it's not. Mine isn't Joe Wellington. But tell oh, me wow. why you think you think he's so underappreciated. I agree, though. I agree. Uh, he, you pointed it out to me since, if you look at him before, Eddie Howe was abysmal, wasn't doing crap, wasn't doing anything. And then Eddie Howe came in and said, hey, bud, scoop back a little bit. He did it, and he has been, since that point, Newcastle's player of the year. He's been nearly unplayable at times, winning in games by himself, and just really took that new, uh, new kind of role into him. And no one talks about it but you. So it's a... Uh, Definitely underappreciated and kind of, you know, solidified that area of the field for uh, for Newcastle. And definitely, definitely worth mentioning that the job he did is crazy, but he won't get any mention for it. So, Joe Ellington, midfield maestro, my most underappreciated player. I like that. I like that a lot. You know, I love Joe Ellington. He's, you know, like you said, has been a just completely – changed reawoken man since since Eddie Howe walked in the door just work magic um that's a great pick that's a great pick um I am going to go with honestly maybe I don't even know if he's underappreciated but I'm gonna go with Joel Mathip I, I feel like he doesn't get enough love he he is so good like he is so 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 good. Like he is, he's a he's the top, definitely a top five. Is he top five? Yeah, he's top five center back in the Premier League, and he doesn't get as much love as he should because he starts next to the monster of a man in Virgil Van Dyke, and he's just so 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 good, so sound for Liverpool. Um, you know, when Joe Gomez went down, it was no problem, and then he didn't he didn't look back. He's he's the go to man. I'd I'd be shocked if he didn't start the the final. So. Yeah, Joe Gomez. I mean, Joe Maddox. I, uh, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. He's definitely been good, stepped up. And like you said, there's, it's his spot now. It's his. A um, little bit of the, uh, what was it, Matt Castle, Brady. Was that it? No, I don't know. But you, oh, No, no. Um, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, yeah. See, we can't even remember. That's going to be Joe Gomez in like five years. Like, who the hell this guy takes a Wow. And then uh, Matt, Matt definitely uh, definitely earned, earned his stripes this year. I love that pick. Um, I am surprised, though. I First off, I was surprised you didn't say Joe Ellington. I am also surprised that you did not say James Ward-Prowse. I think James Ward-Prowse gets enough love. Um, if if someone a- were to disagree that he's not the, 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 the best dead ball specialist that has ever graced this – God's green earth, then and they didn't tell me it was Matt Letizia, another a fellow saint. I I know that's where the conversation needs to be stopped. So. Well, he's not, but he is. All right. He's the best in the world right <clears throat> now. Not ever, though. 
Best ever. Best oh, ever. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now he's overappreciated. Put put J, put JWP on Euro 98. They win it. It came home. Um, yeah. All right. So do you want to do manager and then save the hate for last? Or do you want to stick with all the players? Oh, yeah. So so ready to uh to to hate. So all right, so let's do some hate. No, no, so, um, no, 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 no. Oh. Um, so was it manager? Manager. Manager of the year? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's between two guys. You know, definitely between two. Um, gotta, I got to ride with my dogs, you know. Uh, Graham Potter, best ever finish for Brighton. Um, played beautiful football, and like you said earlier in the cast uh, of the pod, that was weird. Like you said earlier, um, oh. eight games where they didn't score a goal and somehow managed to finish four points outside of a European spot. So that's all down to coaching, how they're set up tactically. The players didn't do their job, but he did his, and he, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's he's ready for that next step up. And whenever Conte inevitably leaves Spurs due to some neglect, insubordination, uh, just buffoonery, whatever you want to call it, that isn't a real reason, uh, he'll slot right in and take Spurs over, I think. And he deserves it. I agree. That'd be a great move. And I'm, I'm, that's, that's a great pick for manager this season by goals conceded. They had the fifth best defense in the Premier League. You know, it's just the goal scoring. They got to get a, a a biscuit butter. That is really all it comes down to for them to finish in a European spot. You know, the great team. Your boy, Saisedu, had a great end of the season. Basuma, just been great all year. Their wing backs. You don't like Kukurel, but he's a he's just phenomenal. I, I love Kukurel. I could see him on City, to be honest. I think he'd slot right in. Just perfect. Except he works harder in actually defense. Um, and he can play center back too. He's just awesome. Like <laughs> he's just he's so good. That that's another shout for underappreciated player, or or like even signing of the season. Like he's just been amazing. Um, signing of the season. Yeah, he's really. I mean, he's he, he's he's part of the reason why Graham is eligible for manager of the season. I think yeah. he's been so good, and, and also because they lost Dan Byrne, and he does both those jobs at times. Like he just. He's just a workhorse. He's skilled. He industrious, good looking, techie, can score. <laughs> He's just got it all. He should have had an assist, but Mopai just has little tyrant uh, T Rex arms for legs, and he couldn't fucking poke it in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it def- yeah, I I get your point. Yeah, I see. I can see it. I can definitely buy it. Yeah, definitely buy it. Um, my manager of the season, though. And I'm doing this simply to apologize to him. Maybe he doesn't deserve it, but I got to go with Jose Sa. After the, the terrible, awful, awful Br- things Br- I Lange. said. Brun Lodge. Oh, yeah. Brun Lodge. Brun Lodge. <laughs> Brun Lodge, not Jose Sa. Same. They're, they're one and the same. <laughs> like, I, I just. Disrespected both of them. Dis- disrespected the <laughs> both of them. And they just. Wolves were not an exciting watch whatsoever, but they were a pragmatic watch and they got the job done again. I think similar to Brighton and they actually had the fourth best defense on goals conceded and scored less than Brighton, even finished a spot behind Brighton, even on points with Brighton. Um, Again, they just need a biscuit butter 
Good news for the U.S. men's national team. Raul Jimenez is broken, and I don't think he's going to get fixed. He's he's yeah. cooked. He's yeah, cooked. It's sad that that head injury kind of. Yeah, it is sad, really but they need a striker at the end of the day. You gotta you gotta get someone that's going to butter the biscuit more efficiently for you. But yeah, Brun Lodge, I'm sorry for what I said to you about you at the beginning of the season. It was wrong. It was stupid. <laughs> it was it was ignorant. Even it was no, it even it it was ignorant and. And you, you are my Premier League manager of the season. I like that. I like that. And uh, I, I'd like to give an honorable mention to Eddie Howe as well. You know. Oh, if he from I, if he did the whole that stretch whole season at Newcastle, I mean, we'll see. He maybe he's next year's man. Let's see. They, yeah. 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 So we'll see. Um, but he did a good job there. But unfortunately, he did not manage long enough. So. But yeah. So what's next? Um, flop of the season. I'm going to – this segues perfectly into my flop of the season. Um, so, yeah, Newcastle, great end of the season, man. Just absolutely phenomenal. End up finishing 11th place after being in the dregs of relegation, being forced after years of mediocrity to finally let big Stevie Bruce go. And some people came in, some managers, some players – you know, trips, Bruno, you know, and, and I'll tell you one man that was not at all part of this shit. Chris Wood. They, 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 he's a plank of wood. They spent $30 million on a fucking cone. He, he did not do a goddamn thing in his time at Newcastle was not responsible for any of their success. They wasted 30 mil. I was wrong about, I thought it was going to be great. It was terrible. It was absolutely awful to watch. They need to, Callum Wilson could not get healthy fast enough. So, yeah, he's my flop of the season. Just absolutely terrible signing. Waste you of a football player. And he just he, – he's just bad. He's just not – he's just bad. He's not good. He's bad. He's bad. He's not a Premier League player. He should go back to Burnley down in the championship. And maybe Vout should go back. Should go back. Um. Yeah, you know, I think uh, – I think he kind of – you, you laid into Chris Wood a little bit there, but deserved, like you said, he, he wasn't worth $30 million. You know, maybe take a zero off and we talk about it. But, uh, yeah, definitely, I like that pick. He, he didn't do much for him. My pick, um, kind of the opposite. He didn't, He was. He's a flop because he was touted to do so much but didn't play at all, and – uh, he was one of the few players this season to get subbed on and subbed off without an injury. So I'm going to have to give it to the one, the only Saul. Wow. I, I, oh, oh, wait, no, never mind. You're okay. He didn't get subbed on and stuff. I thought Nuno Tavs only played 30 minutes of one match, and I think it was a cup match. I, I thought that's who you're going for, but continue. <laughs> no, no, Saul, because he was looked at by the biggest of clubs in England, the big four. Um, you know, we're looking at him all of them pretty extensively. And he chose Chelsea. You know, he's going to come in and be that little gadget guy in the midfield. He can play six, he can play eight, you know, do as a 10. And he ended up being the 12th man on the bench, warming the seat the entire year. Um, didn't offer anything, looked completely shaky when he was on the field. Didn't really have a good game, even in the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup against these bad teams. I just... Just such a disappointment. He was expected to do so much. Um, 
and even from United fans' perspective, when he was talked about going to United, there's our six. You know, there's our guy who will slot in, do a job at six on loan. And he slotted right into, you know, the 18 at Chelsea, but the bottom half of it. So disappointing for him. He wasted a year of his career at Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea wasted, I believe, the loan fee was five, four million, four million euro. So that's four million that literally could have went anywhere else and been better spent, whether it's, you know, painting the chairs or, you know, getting new ice machines or charity or literally anything. It would buy scratch offs with it. I don't care. It would have been a better deal than Saul. And I'm pretty sure Atletico are pissed he's going back because there is no way in hell Chelsea are picking up that $30 million buy option. And if they do, I will. I don't even know. I'm not even going to say because he's so stupid. Like they shouldn't because he was so bad. You didn't even know if he was bad or not because he didn't play, but he's just so bad or whatever. Yeah. But uh, he sucks. Yeah. Terrible year. And back to spawn he goes. Yeah. Not, not fit for the Premier League. Um, he's going back to Spain without the S. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. That's a beautiful pick for flop. I feel like we should do signing of the season too, just because, just because I, I, this, when we were talking about this, it just popped into my mind. And there's, yeah, just shout out Christian Erickson real quick. Just absolutely supercharged Brentford. They were, they were skidding for a bit. People were, oh my God, did they fall out of, did they run out of steam? Are they, is the championship side? They, they ran out of gas in the, the old Premier League season? Nope. I mean, they did, but then they got Christian Eriksen and it just completely changed their team, finished comfortably. So, you know, signing on the season for me. Yeah. Um, I like that he's definitely good. Sucks that they're most likely going to lose him this summer. Uh, who? They're going to lose – Brentford are probably going to lose him. To who? To who? A lot of teams are kicking tires. Um, I really? actually got kicking tires. Um, I, who, I think Liverpool kicked some tires. Villa, I know, was in on it. Um, but bigger teams than Brentford. Much bigger Fair. teams than Brentford. So they, they have – I mean, he's probably happy there. He's playing a lot. So um, look to make him an offer to stay. But it would be a big loss if he doesn't uh, come back. But, yeah, I do like that. It's a good shout for signing of the season. Uh, if I had to say, one of these is more based on impact and the other one's more based on, like, kind of how it was done. But, you know, bias taking over a little bit here. I'm going to say Luis Diaz. Um, the other guy was Kulisevsky. But um, I'll say Luis Diaz just because he legit walked in to debatably the best front three in the world and a top three team in the world. He walked in there like he owned the place and looks like he's an everyday starter, like first name on the team, she type of guy. He is so good. Like, and he's not even good. Like he's very technically gifted. You know, he has a um, good final touch, good finishing, good passing is good vision, all that stuff that you like to see, but he's probably one of the most exciting players to watch in the Premier League right now. When he gets the ball, you know, you kind of creep forward. Like, even in the FA Cup final, for no reason, he just pulls out that, you know, little behind the back heel touch and controls it perfectly, beats someone on the dribble and puts it in a good cross. Like, he could have done a normal touch, but no. He knew he was better than him, and I was like, I'm going to have fun. And he's he's a reason that we call it the beautiful game. Players like that. So, uh, vamos. 
Yeah, love that, love that. I love that you mentioned Kulusevsky too. I love watching Diaz where she was in the World Cup this year, but it is what it is. Um, also, you know, honorable mention, Christian Ronaldo scored 18 goals in an absolutely god-awful Man United side. Like, you know, I I, I don't agree with the, with the whole solid debate thing, but, like, they're, they're, it's a point to be made. Like, it's just a terrible, terrible team. And score 18 goals is <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. He, he, he did. They're, they're, they're finishing for... mid-table firmly without Christian Ronaldo this year. No, I was, I was talking about it with my dad. And if you were to take out Ronaldo and De Gea, not even remove them completely, <laughs> just lower their play, how they played this year, United would be next to Everton. Yeah, and yeah. So you, you would like be talking lower about mid-table in the low down. teens. Yeah, it, it could have been. It, I don't think they would have been relegated. I think like 13th. Somewhere yeah, around that. 15, 14 is where I would think. Yeah. But still wait, like, yeah, it's down, to the point where, down. like, the last four seasons. Worst season ever, been, maybe, yeah, like, in the Premier League era. Yeah. And Could have been. So, so yeah, uh, that is a good honorable mention. Definitely definitely backpacked. Um, a sorry, such a lo- sorry sack of losers and Fred. Yep. yep. So. All right. Um, I think that just about does it for Championship Sunday. It was, a, it was an awesome championship Sunday. Really um, next, we got the Champions League coming up. So, any 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 parting words? You know, let's let's fucking go Mets, baby, right? Let's go Mets. Let, How about let's, the Mets? Let's go Mets. How about Talk those Mets, baby? Right let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Um, sad, sad day for Ferrari. Uh, oh, Chuck Leclerc. My boy Charles' engine failure when he was up, I think it was like – he already pitted and he was up like 27 seconds or something like insane. It was in the bag and, and then Crybaby Max got a, got another win. So, but Lewis looked good, but sad day for Ferrari. And we move, we move on to Monaco next weekend. Yeah. I mean, hope Chuck can recover his form, you know, <laughs> just love, love the guy. Let's go. Chuck um, Leclerc. Chuck Leclerc. Chuck Leclerc. <laughs> Catch y'all next time on We Call It Soccer.